Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts, and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference. Hey guys, I'm very excited for another episode of Show About Science. This is your host, Nate. And today we are going to take a deep look at the amazing YouTube channel, Deep Look. It's going to be an awesome episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Show About Science, Josh and Lauren. Could you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Josh Cassidy. I'm the lead producer and cinematographer of Deep Look. I work at KQED in San Francisco. Hi, I'm Lauren Summer. I'm the host and writer of Deep Look. So, Lauren, could you explain what Deep Look is to our listeners? Yeah, Deep Look is a web video series that we make about really, really tiny things and just the amazing natural world. So what we do is we take a something maybe that you've seen every day, you know, like a daddy long legs or a dragonfly or maybe even a pelican. And the way we film it, we find stories that kind of show you sides of those things that you never really saw, that you've never really looked up close at before. And the whole idea is to amaze people and inspire them and maybe gross them out sometimes, but to kind of just show them the wonder of the natural world. So now that everybody knows what Deep Look is, what was the first episode? Maybe I'll answer this one. Um, The first episode we did was about pygmy seahorses. They're these tiny, tiny little seahorses that live pretty deep down in the ocean uh, near the Philippines. And the California Academy of Sciences, who's one of our friends, um, had a couple of these seahorses that they brought back from the Philippines and were keeping in an aquarium. And what they didn't realize was that they were pregnant and they had all these baby pygmy seahorses, which were even smaller. So we did our first story about them. The big question is some of these pygmy seahorses are purple and some are orange. And both of these parents were orange, but all their babies were purple when they came out. So the question was why. That's weird. So could you explain everything about the dragonfly larva episode? Yeah. We think of dragonflies, right? They're flying around the lake. Maybe you see them perched on a maybe a little leaf, and they're really beautiful. But they have this secret life that people don't really know about, which is the moms lay their eggs in the water, 
And so they're young, actually grow up underwater, and they can't fly, right? They can't do all the things that they normally do to catch their prey. Um, so the way that they catch their prey is with these really weird mouths. I mean, it's just so strange to look at. It's basically giant lip, like the bottom lip, and when a little maybe mosquito larva kind of swims by, it will shoot out this lip incredibly fast. It's like a trap, and it grabs it and pulls it back in. It's kind of all at lightning speed. It's, it's actually kind of scary. The first time I saw it, I was just completely surprised. But you would never think of these kind of beautiful things that are normally flying around the pond as being kind of these almost amazing, scary creatures underwater when they're young. Speaking of amazing creatures, I really like the Cad's Fly episode because when we watched them build their shelters out of rocks, it was truly amazing. Let's take a listen to a clip from that episode. To us, it's a tranquil mountain stream. But if you're a bug living on those algae-covered rocks in the water, it's a constant underwater hurricane. Powerful currents, debris swirling all around you. How do you survive? Well, you build a shelter. All you need are some raw materials and a little tape. That's right, tape. This is the larva of the caddisfly. This insect has evolved a tool that's eluded us humans so far. Tape that stays sticky underwater. So Josh, was it hard to film the um, caddisfly episode when the larva build the nest out of rocks? Um, yeah, it wasn't too hard. Every one of these episodes has some sort of challenge, and I have to try to film something I've never tried to film before. So none of them are very easy, but um, the Caddisfly one was pretty good because they're not super small. They're maybe like an inch long. Some of the things are like just really tiny, like smaller than a grain of rice, you know. But these guys aren't too big, and they're not in water that's too deep. It's only about a foot deep. And when we went out to the stream, there was an expert who knew exactly where we should go. And we followed her out to the stream. And when you looked in there, it didn't look like there was anything really alive in there. But if you waited for a couple of seconds, you'd see all these little rocks that started to move around. And if you look closely, you realize that's the caddisfly larvae covered in those little rocks in that little like sort of shell that they make for themselves that they build out of this like tape that comes out of their mouth, plus whatever rocks and sticks or whatever they can find at the bottom of the creek. So they didn't move too fast, so it's pretty easy just to film them with a little tube that I've put on the front of my camera that lets me sort of dip the front of the camera into the water without the camera itself getting wet and breaking the camera, because that's sort of always a challenge is how to film things in the water or sand or mud or whatever without breaking the camera. Another thing that you could do that would also help is that... You could also use a GoPro to film it that had a waterproof case. And then you could also put the camera underwater. Yeah, GoPros are cool. Um, We definitely use a GoPro sometimes. The problem with GoPros is that they're better for bigger things. Like I just filmed big salmon that were like a couple feet long in a creek. And the GoPro was great for that. But for little tiny things, because of the type of lens that they have on a GoPro... It's good for filming like a big wide scene, 
like let's say you're going to strap it on your chest and ski down the mountain or put it in a creek, like I said, and film the salmon, works really well for that. But for really tiny things, then we have to use special lenses called macro lenses in order to sort of zoom in enough to really like see the detail. So we'll use GoPros, but for the really close-up shots, it doesn't quite get us far enough. Okay, so Lauren, could you tell us about the palm weevil episode and about what the palm weevils do? And could you also explain what a palm weevil is? Yeah, so, um, you know, sometimes when you think of the beach or maybe like Southern California, you picture palm trees, right? It's kind of what we think of sometimes when we think of the beach. But a lot of those palm trees weren't there originally in Southern California. We brought them in because we thought that they looked nice. And so now there's this palm weevil, um, which is this kind of amazing looking bug that is really, really destructive to palm trees. Essentially, it flies from palm tree to palm tree and kind of digs right into the top. It's trying to get to the heart of the palm tree, which is kind of in that bulb part right at the top where all the leaves are, because that's where all the yummy stuff is. And so it kind of bores in there and it lays its eggs and then the larvae hatch, and essentially they kind of destroy this palm tree because they're eating all the goodness on the inside, um, and the tree dies. And so our story was about how these kind of really weird-looking bugs are invading Southern California a little bit and attacking these palm trees as they go along. So at the end of the episode, the guy working on the trees eats a palm weevil larva. Why is that? I know. Did you see that part? Did it gross you out? Um, no. My grandma got grossed out by the um, palm weevil. I made her watch it. I got a little grossed out, too. But apparently it's pretty nutritious if you're willing to eat a bug, of course. So what was your favorite episode to do? I think some of my favorites are... So we have an office we work in, um, even though, you know, to go film these things, we get to go out these really interesting places, but sometimes we bring the animals to us. And so there've been a couple times where we did a story about garden snails. And when we also did a different story about caterpillars and why they're so hungry. And so we had them here in the office and Josh would have these special little areas of an office where we would keep these animals and we had all these chrysalises and they hatched. I don't know, Josh, was that one of your favorites too? Because it was so neat to kind of just have them here next to us. (laughs) Yeah. The caterpillars one was also super cool because each type of caterpillar will often like a particular type of plant to eat. So we got the plants and we were growing those with lights and then we brought in the caterpillars and then we could watch them eat and then eventually they stopped moving and turned into chrysalis. And then they popped out of that and became butterflies, and we got to watch the whole thing happen, like, right in front of the camera. It took a long time. took, like, weeks. But I think it was worth it in the end. It was really fun to watch. I'm going to watch that episode next. So how can listeners watch Deep Look? If you want to find Deep Look, you can go to YouTube and search for Deep Look or go to kqed.org slash deeplook. Nate, how did you find out about Deep Look? I was just looking for new videos on YouTube to watch when I watched the Joe Hansen Slime Mold episode, and then I clicked the link to Deep Look and started watching all the Deep Look episodes. 
Cool. We'll definitely have to thank Joe for that. Well, we're glad to have you as a fan. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having us. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. You're welcome. There you have it, folks. The show about science is complete. Dad, you can shut the recording off. Hi, my name's Zach. I'm 12 years old, and I host We the Children, the podcast where kids talk climate change. Like a lot of kids my age, when I think about the future, I can't help but wonder what kind of world will be waiting for us. Will polar bears still roam the Arctic? Will we still be able to see colorful coral reefs or build snowmen in the winter? I'd like to think so. That's why I'm trying to learn as much as I can about climate change science, stories, and solutions from some of the world's leading experts and share what I learned with all of you. Together, we can decide what type of future we want for our planet. Subscribe to We the Children on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And visit us at wethechildrenpodcast.com. Remember, we, the children, have the power to make a difference.